0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: Yesterday, I had a really good chat to a good mate of mine because in 2003, we went to the preliminary semi final. We were one game away from that uh, GF again. And who do we come up with? But the great Penrith Panthers and uh, Paulie Fatiora. He's a legend in himself. He joined me tomorrow. Paulie, could you be here quick?
0: What do you mean, today, i I'm going well, thank you. And it's always awesome to catch up with you good
1: friend how are you Yeah, katy pai, Katy ti pai. Yeah, Tino order um tuy order uh nine eight um Brad, thanks a lot for for joining us this morning it's it's a fantastic week uh, grand final week and gee, being a pe- old Penrith boy um old boy from Penrith it it must be pretty exciting to see that uh, over the last what four years now they they are heading to the grand final again to try and get the triple.
0: Oh, Marika, once again, how, how good is that? And it's, I think the last team that won three straight or 3P was the Parramatta Eels in the early 80s. And considering the, the time that we, we're in now and how competitive the NRL teams to, to make the grand Final four times in a row is extremely uh, overwhelming. And how good are the Panthers going at the moment? And they're looking at potentially... Doing it again, but in saying that the Broncos are on fire, and I'm extremely excited for a great game this week.
1: Yeah, it's gonna it's well it's gonna be a good a great game. And you look at those two teams; they are uh, definitely a step above everyone else. Mate, let me just take you back to 2003, so we can give the listeners a little bit of a an insight into actually how difficult it is not to to go and win a grand final, but to go to it four times. Like, how tough was it? You know what? What do you remember back then in that major preliminary final, and then going into the grand final in two thousand
0: and three? It was a long time ago, twenty years. (laughs) Different hairstyles uh, (laughs) from then to now. But looking back, uh, it was an exciting week. It was a week of enjoying the moments, but not getting getting overwhelmed by the occasion because eyes are all on you. And we knew we had a a tough team. Obviously, the Warriors and you were on the coaching staff at that time. And uh, pretty much it was just doing our job and, and having full confidence on our game plan. And the Panthers, we didn't really we didn't do anything exciting. We just had big boys. We just went forward and, and pretty much let Preston Campbell, Ryan Guler, uh play off their natural instinct. So we had a basic game plan, but the most important game plan was to make your tackles. Uh, as the Warriors, as you know, your team, you had firepower all over uh, the park, and to be honest, you were favourites. Uh, that game, it was a great game, and, and fortunately, uh, we won, and we were able to go into the grand final against the Roosters the following week.
1: Yeah, and get that and get that one done. The grand final, mate. Like, so, what a, what a, what is grand final week like, Paulie? You know, you've got the Daliams tonight. Um, there's obviously the breakfast. You've got all the the open training sessions. What, from a player's perspective, how hard is it to stay focused on what the what the main cope is, which is to go out there and win a grand final?
0: It's hard, and you have to control what you can control. But in saying that too, you don't want to uh, miss out on, on these nice nice uh, things that are happening. You, you've got to keep. You've got to stick to to doing the right things and preparing the best that you can and controlling what you can control because the eyes are all on you. So it's no, it's, 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 it's a different week <laughs> and you, you need to get your rest uh, and make sure that you, you focus on what the task that needs to be done at hand and, and not be overwhelmed by the outside noise because there is a lot of noise. But that too, you want to enjoy enjoy it as well. So it's finding their balance, getting the right rest, and not playing the game uh, ahead of time, and, and making sure you you really focus on the moment and do the right things
1: uh, yeah.
0: at the right time. And the preparation is the key.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's right. And and when you're looking at this Penrith side, so does that put the the current Penrith team in front? As far as the start of the the NRL GF because of the um, previous visits over the last three years, Paulie, do you think?
0: Oh, 100%. I agree. This, this is this is a, a quality side, and they've proven that four times in a row. Third, potentially could win their, their three three straight. So, in my opinion, I think they are the well. I don't want to say there's sort a of game to play this Sunday, but at the moment, I, I believe they are probably their best. Side. it has been. It's hard. It's hard to win it. Winning it again is even harder. But going three times, if they can do it, that is truly amazing.
1: Yeah, it's been. De- can they
0: do it? Yes, they can.
1: It's been decades since a team has done it. Parramatta is the last team that done it with a great Peter Sterling, Brett Kenny, uh, and Steve Price. So, when you when you're looking at it, what is it about Penrith, Paulie? You know, like in two thousand and three, you're there. You know, under Lange and you guys go to the grand final and win it and um, and then over the years you see this, I guess this ball start rolling and our Pacifica brothers out there start to believe in the Penrith way and now they've gone to the grand final four times, what is it about that Penrith area, what is it about recruitment, what is it about a player wanting to play for Penrith? Uh, They're
0: definitely uh, doing a lot of things right and I, I believe it starts with the uh, juniors coming up through the grades. Penrith is the biggest district uh, rugby league community so that I've got the players. Uh, you mentioned Pacifica, uh, Māori, and Indigenous. We have a strong stakeholder in the company now. There's at least 50 to 60% of Pacifica, Māori, and Indigenous mm. playing uh, the greatest game of all rugby league. Uh, and they're just getting it right. They, you look at the, the Penrith side, a lot of the players have come up through the juniors. They've felt they've the passion within the community. And obviously they've got a great coach in Ivan. They've got a great setup, sense of excellence, and the beautiful training facilities. And I've had past history of, of winning, so they know what it feels like. And, and obviously they're looking out for themselves. The, the game today is so demanding. Let's be honest here, 2003 uh, to 2023, they're pure athletes, every single one of them. Training is different. This more of a scientific approach now. Oh, I was a, a ninety center ninety kilo, sensor. Look at look at our sensors now. The hundred kilo <laughs> plus, and can run eleven seconds flat. It's it's just a different ball game these days. It's it's uh, definitely the speed, the physicality, uh, is is a, is, a, is definitely a higher standard. But I'm saying that the the a mindset of the players is, is, is you know, they're, they're getting looked after now, mm. on and off the field. Whereas back in our day, it was really just, uh, yeah, things are done. Things are all over the park. Things are in off the park. Things are done better.
1: Yeah. Right. and I hear, and we'll talk a little bit about that at the back end of this uh, of this court at all. So, so when you look at two thousand and three, and you're talking about the strength and the athlete, you know, so the athlete, oh, I totally agree with you. This this athlete today is. You know he's an absolute um, athlete in the in the fullest sense. You know, training, strength, speed, all that sort of stuff. So when you're comparing the current Penrith team as far as their strengths go, when you're watching the game, Paulie, what's what is Penrith's main strengths?
0: They, they, they don't make too many mistakes. <laughs> they, they've played. They've I've been in battle so long now, especially on these big occasions that everyone knows their job. They play at speed and they pretty much will go hammer and tongs into the opposition team, make a mistake and then they'll jump on that. Mm. Uh, they're, they're, you know, look at, look at the full pack, you know, look at our Kiwi brother, James Fisher Harris and Moses they, they, All they do is go four, play hard, play tough and they always give it 100% and it's a tough full pack and they're leading the way it's they just do every they do all the simple things well
1: yeah and that's probably the biggest problem that Brisbane have don't they because this Brisbane side what do you make of them are you surprised that they're in the grand final and and just on what you've said uh, they give up a lot of errors what do you think Penrith will do to them if they do keep handing that ball back to them
0: yeah I, I believe the teams that are in the grand final deserve to be there the Broncos have, have had an outstanding season as well and you're right there is a lot of mistakes uh, within the Broncos team but the great thing about the Broncos they can score from anywhere and it's all about taking risks and that's what I love about uh, Reese Walsh he's had a fantastic season what a great young player he is and a loss to the Warriors but he's doing great things and anything can happen uh, he's, he's not afraid to, to throw the ball or, or take on the line himself uh, they can score from anywhere, and it's there's something that is needed to to beat Penrith because you can't just play. Uh, what do you call it? You just can't play set by set with the Panthers because they'll outplay you. You've got to you play some outland football. You've got to take some risks, but just cutting down those risks and not making too many mistakes that will cost you.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll make you pay all right. Hey. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's go back to just a, a little bit here. Rewind and talk a, a little bit about your day, my day, and the current player. Like when you when you when you mention because this is really interesting. This caught it all around our listeners. Like as far as what they when you say they get everything today, just give us a, a insight into what twenty years look like compared to twenty twenty
0: three. Oh, I can tell you firsthand. well, back in our day, especially your day, Tony, because you're the one who you're the first Maori uh, leaders to go up there uh, to play first grade. It was only a play handful, to be honest, below 10 players of that in, in your time, uh, Tony. So you have got to have respect for, for, you, for you leading the platform for, for the next generation, which was myself. I think, uh, well, but they're getting paid more, which is great. I, I love mm. that the players are getting paid extremely well, because for me, the NRL fans were not real long. You're only in there for a short amount of time. I know in our time, you were paid on actually doing the job, whereas now you're paid on potential. You, you'll get a first grader. You get a, a young rookie coming in, having a beautiful contract. He hasn't improved himself yet. So that's the difference between our time and the time now. And also, there, off the field, you have financial advisors. You have people who can... Take care of you better than what it was back in my day. I know it took me six years to play first grade before I, I got a a nice contract. And, and what did I do as a young 23 year old? I went and bought a, a BMW, which was probably not the wisest investment <laughs> <laughs> at that time. It was all about the looks and, and and trying to be cool. Whereas now there is advice on players to, to make sure that you, you take take care of your finances because, like I said before, the NRL sense are not a real long. And you look at training, we used to run One a Hill, I'm sure you did too, just because mm-hmm. it was a head boys training, but now everything is so calculated with training. Their recovery is on point. It's more game-specific and uh, yeah, like, like anything, the game's evolved tremendously and, and like I said earlier, a few athletes, you you got speed to burn, yeah, it's just overwhelming and you can just see the talent now yeah. Uh, if a game's a competitive game, you, uh, anyone can beat anybody. You know? That's why I believe the NRL is probably the greatest and closest competition in the world today.
1: Yeah, and and uh, look, I, I believe um, believe you 100%. I, I don't know where the athlete's going to in the future. If this is only 20 years and what they look like now... I'm, Man, who knows what they're going to look like in another twenty years? You talk about the physicality of it all, and the and the and the looking after it, the, the creation of wealth. What about the mental state, Paulie? Because I know that's really close to your heart. Um, you know, we we didn't really know about anxiety and depression and all that stuff back then. Yet, over the years, and now we get to the social media type um, uh, world that we live in. What what is the impact of mental health, um, and what's it having on the NRL players in your in your opinion? Uh,
0: times have changed, and now you've got to add the social media content in, and and it seems like now, any anyone can have these, say whether online whether you're going to abuse a player or so. It is definitely different times, and we've got to learn to adapt, but also understand that they are only young men. Um, from, you know, they're leaving home from 17, 18, trying to find their own way. They're still young men and they need their support, but also be able to get the right education to to, to look after themselves, whether online or offer it and do the right things away from uh, the football field. The NRA has invested a lot of here into employing a full-time educational well-being manager at each uh, club and... and uh, I, and having been a part of that seven years ago with the West Tigers, found that the plan is all the passions outside of the game. Because if they're just thinking 24/7 football, they're going to get burnt out. Mm. So it's all about trying trying to prepare the athlete for life after football. For the young rookies, even giving them a part-time job that will keep them humble and, and keep them grateful, because. As I did, too, as a young Dalek athlete, I I lost my way there a little bit and sort of pulled two for shoes. And I think the majority of the players do go through that uh, during their careers. Uh, So it's it's all about educating the players, and they have that now. I'm not making no excuses. When you are a first-grade player, and no matter what sport you play, you have a responsibility, and that is to conduct yourself the best you can. But again, the young, I made mistakes. I know. I made a lot of mistakes, Tony. If, if you found out half of them, I probably wouldn't be on the phone with you now, bro.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, I, look. I think we all we all know where we're going um, as far as how tough it is to be a, a professional athlete. And, Paulie, oh, look, I thank you for for sharing with us because you've just basically taken our listeners on a journey from day one as turning into a professional to an old. old Um, player looking back at the current crop giving them advice Um, I just I I brought that last question up because uh, Adam Pompey got a an absolute um, hammering in the social media about missing three kicks on the weekend and I just think that's Mm. just so unfair um, when you when you're playing in that game it never happened in our day well definitely not in mine because we never had phones but uh, it's just a, a great understanding that you've given us about, you know, they're still young men. They, they need support rather than to be um, berated all the time. Mate, just getting back to this game on the weekend, obviously we've got lots of Kiwis in the game. Um, we've got, you know, if you look at Brisbane, there's Jordan Riki out there, Reese Walsh. Um, you've got the Penrith boys. Of course, we've got three in the forward pack with, uh, I think is that that's how they normally win it. Leota Fisher-Harris, uh, Sorensen out uh, at the, at the back there. Um, what do you what do you think it means now when you're looking at the NRL and our Kiwi kids are watching them and they can actually identify with Kiwis within the grand final teams?
0: It's beautiful, uh, Tony. It, it helps youngsters believe and dream. Uh, and in my time, watching you, Tony, and Met Matt and playing in grand finals at a young age that made me dream and say, hey, I've got two... To, Brothers that are the same colours from the similar background, hey, I can do it too. So, having more Pacifica brown brothers Māori in there, I, I think it's, it helps uh, others' uh, dream as well. And, you know, you mentioned Jordan Ricky. what a, what a, he's only 23 years of age, raglan born uh, from Christchurch, and now he's playing in the biggest game of the year. I think it's so awesome. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic game, action packed. A lot of Kiwis involved. How good is that?
1: Yeah, and what? And your prediction, mate? Just before I let you go, um, Panthers. Obviously, um, <laughs> i well, how I've much? for the club. I think it'll be a close
0: uh, match. Uh, I'll go. I'm going to have a guess here. Eighteen,
1: eighteen to six. There you go. Eighteen to six. There you go. Let's
0: which put that one. Which I, I did it accidentally. That's the same score as the Roosters. I think it was in two thousand and three.
1: There you the go. Omens, <laughs> omens on twenty years. It's all it's an all balanced poikite. Uh Korero, Kiaqui, uh Itaatonate. Um Kiaqwe um ki Mortal um, Uh. Kōrero. Um thanks a lot, Paulie, for chatting with us this morning on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. You go well, mate. You enjoy the Panthers from the bottom of the Blue Mountains and uh yeah, their favourites, so I think a dollar sixty three at the T A B. Um and I'll be just back in that score. I think that's a good score, actually. 18-6, Thanks a lot, mate.
0: You're welcome. To you.
1: Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park. Working just as hard, paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than An Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate, bringing people and property together in our communities. Yeah, great, great to catch up with Paul Whatawera there, Kempi, and I'm just going through that 2003 Penrith Panthers team, and I, I'm i going through, I'm going, wow, there's no surprise they won that grand final. Reese Wesser, oh, I used to love watching Reese Wesser at the back, run around, he was so, so good to watch, and Luke Lewis, Ryan Girdler, Paul Whatawera, and Luke Rooney, I actually played with Luke Rooney, he came over and had a crack at Rugby Union, and he mm. played for Hawks Bay Magpies, and I uh, kept reliving that moment in the GF when Luke Rooney uh, uh, had, a, had a stellar performance. Preston Campbell, Craig Gower, you got um, Luke Prittis, you got Martin Lang, Joe Nullivell, you got uh, Tony Puliatua, Scotty Sattler. What a team! What a team, yeah. In fact, uh, their 20 year reunion um, talks about that 2003 win and. and what it took, and that's the difference between now and then. I, look, I really like the conversation that he said about Penrith and the way that they're developing all their juniors, their locals, and they're getting them you know, to want to play for Penrith. Um, something, hopefully, the Warriors continue to do over here through their pathways. Uh, but, yeah, like, and, and, and really interesting, you know, like 2003, it was Penrith that stopped us from making another grand final, and here they are headed down to their fourth grand final and, and potentially their third one.
0: Beautiful. Thanks, Kempe, and great get, mate. Great to catch up with Paul Whatawera. That was a more than an athlete.